All right, folks, this show is sponsored by Anchor. A while back, we switched over to Anchor as our hosting platform for Panel to Panel. And to be honest, it's actually been one of the best experiences we've had when it comes to hosting our podcast. A lot of people think making a podcast is super difficult, but Anchor actually allows you to record and edit your podcast all on your phone if that's what you want to do. Anchor even helps you get your podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other places like that. That way you can get your podcast to a wide audience of different people. And the best part about it, it's totally free. So go ahead, check out Anchor.fm, or download the Anchor app on your phone or through the App Store or the Google Play Store and check it out today. Now let's turn the page and get to this week's episode of Panel to Panel. What's going on, good people of the internet? It's time for, for Panel to Panel, the podcast where a bunch of folks shoot the breeze and talk about comic books and such. We are back once again, once again, with a brand new episode for you good people. Unfortunately, uh, my comrades at arms, the Trinity themselves, Travis and Barry, are not here this evening. But you know what? Me, my good self, James, we are still going to give you a show tonight. We called in back up and we are going to have some fun this evening. Don't forget that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can listen to a podcast. Podcast, except for Spot SoundCloud, you can definitely check us out because we don't like SoundCloud. Because <laughs> for reasons we have previously discussed, um, you can check us out on Twitter at P2P underscore podcast, and you can check us out uh, like on TikTok soon because I'm, I'm working on that. That'll be fun because we're gonna do some fun content over there. But otherwise, make sure you follow us on Twitter for all the newest updates about the podcast and different things that we want to discuss. Uh, we will definitely have some brand new content coming up. We're doing some cool indie content, so make sure you look out for that soon. Um, like I said, my name is James Portis. We always hang out here and talk about comic books and such. But today, I had to call in back up because everybody is either busy or sick, and I'm tired of it. We are doing a show, damn it. So, I, like, similarly... To the love of Batman that I share, I had to go back over to Gotham to grab somebody real quick. We have Chris from the Gotham Outsiders of Batman of a Book Club podcast. How you doing? Hello, hello. I saw the bat signal go up and I came right over. Yes. So, is there anything that you want to plug in terms of what you do that you want to holler at the good folks real quick? Yeah, absolutely. As James said, I am one part of the Gotham Outsiders, our queer feminist Batman book club. I'm also one part of Thirsty on Tune, which is one part webtoon review, one part book review podcast. It's also queer. It's also feminist because I'm part of it. So of course it is. We love it. <laughs> and I also am a contributing writer over at Talking Comics, where I review comics and books and all kinds of things. Excellent. So let's go ahead and dive in because the main reason why I I, I brought Chris on this evening was like yes. there it was just there was no news for a hot minute this week 
And then DC was like, we're just going to ruin everybody's day and bring back the one thing from last year that everybody hated. And it was like, because they were like, let's let's bring the round robin back. And we're just like, can, can you not? Can you not? <laughs> what if you just gave everybody a chance to write their comics instead? <laughs> that, we're going to talk about that here in a second. But for, 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 for those who are unfamiliar, what, what DC's round robin thing is, is what like, in terms of what they want to put out, is their little thing where, where DC Publishing asks you, the amazing DC community, to vote on 16 stories to determine which one will be made into a complete series. Each week will feature new round uh, rounds of voting until there is a single victor. So it's, it's almost like a tournament-style situation. He, mm-hmm. like, well, it's like March Madness for DC, but like right. at the, like in April, it's very strange. Yeah, uh, last it's... year it was very funny because we had the controversy of mm-hmm. a Robin book losing to a uh, Justice League queer book, which is w- w- like yeah. just rang through through the air, and people were super upset about that for obvious reasons. But now, mm-hmm. like if you look at this list, it's a little generic if you ask me. But we're gonna yeah. talk about each book. But uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, Chris. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's a little like Hunger Games in that uh, the people who win get to keep going and everyone else's thing gets uh, on the cutting room floor, so to speak. Yeah. It's it's dark. Really giving the power to the people who all voted to kill Jason Todd is, it seems like a... (laughs) See, that, mm, that, mm, see, and the thing about it is that always burns me to this day. And like, whenever I hear you reference it on your show, my brain just goes, ah, because like... That whole that the entire thing, and Denny O'Neill even talked about it previously. Uh, like R.I.P. Denny O'Neill, because he re- like really didn't want to see this kid die, and right. yet like that reaction from the fan base off of phone calls alone. And there's there's even been talk that, that like those phone calls were for, were for getting rigged because like <laughs> yeah. the, the, uh, originally Jason's problem was. He was just a clone of Dick, and then when he became his own character, people yeah. still didn't like him because they loved Dick so much. So they were well. That sounds so dumb. And, <laughs> and, 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 and like they were like, "Yo, we're we're gonna just kill this kid," and we're yeah. just like, and now in hindsight, it's just kind of like, "Wow, y'all are some horrible people." Right? Yeah. And I always, I mean, I felt so grossed out by the round robin last year too because I was like. There are real creative teams that are waiting to see if we, the public, decide they get a chance. And, oh. Yeah. And, and like. Don't love it. To your question about, like, why don't we publish them all? And we we talk about this constantly on the show about, like, it would be great. And, like, I bet you DC's like, yo, we would love to publish all of these books. But are y'all going to buy them? That's yeah. that's the million dollar capitalistic question of if we publish all sixteen of these books, is everybody gonna buy them? And if DC yeah. said that's not gonna happen, so they're so they're over here like wondering what is that one book that people will fight for? But the problem is you even have dissenting like really stupid people yeah. in, like like in, in the in the replies and the tweets of the thing going which version of Kid Flash is this? If it's the black one, we don't want it. It's just like oh god. Yeah. Why are we doing this? And it's right. just like there, there's the the vocal minority that are gonna cause this voting to be mm-hmm. really skewed. Yeah. And it's just a problem. Yeah. You know, the people that uh resulted with the Snyder cut being up for an Oscar, those people friends. <laughs> I mean <laughs> listen. 
Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give Snyder this. His version of Barry was a lot less obscene. That's true. So, so I'll, I'll let it. I'll let it slide. <laughs> and it's pretty impressive that he was less obscene, considering there was a whole scene with wieners flying directly at his face. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's like like we, we we went from literally assaulting Wonder Woman to just mm. wieners flying in his face. Like, <laughs> I, I I I I love the like stark contrast there. So <laughs> well, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so. I wanted to talk about each one of these books. We already saw that um, round one for the week uh, was achieved. Um, so, but I still want to highlight some of these books because when I first saw the list, I was kind of livid because, yeah. like the the sort of the round one fight that was kind of going on, like it was Mortal Kombat. You saw some of these books being yeah. put like pitted against one another, and you knew they were gonna lose. But it still like broke your heart trying to get yeah. it off the podium. So like like for instance, the like, like the first one that they announced was Hawkman and Hawkwoman Changeling. The pitch mm-hmm. was that Hawkman and Hawkwoman had never had children together, and they know that for a fact. Then uh who is Hector Hall, the hot-headed razor wing teen? Who claims to be their son? So they're trying to figure out who is this random kid. That's, 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 that's the pitch of the book. Or Wildcat Nine Lives, which is basically just the pitch of Puts in, uh, Puss in Boots Two that just got announced, where Wildcat's run out of lives. He has one life left. Like he's freaking Antonio Banderas, and I'm like. <laughs> I would read that, <laughs> but now it's just like okay, more people voted for Hawkman because they know Hawkman more than they know Wildcat, and I'm like, come on, yeah, take a chance, take a chance, people. Like I just the idea, and also whoever designed the Wildcat cover, giving him a tail, I would, I, I just want to have a conversation, please. <laughs> like, I, I, I just want to talk. Like I get, I, I get what you were doing, but I just want to talk. Mm-hmm. That, that, was for, that was for that was for certain people, and I'm sure they were well served by it. I mean, hey, we we love those people. I, exactly, I, I, they deserve like, representation on these yeah. covers too. Right. <laughs> And then the one that kind of broke my heart, I'm not going to lie, was the Questions Grand Solution versus Constantine and the Demon Vacation from Hell. I want those both so badly. Right, like, you love the idea of just, like, John, Constantine, and Etrigan going on a trip together causing havoc versus... The question who had like like him and Renee Montoya back to their old tricks yeah. going on an adventure. And it's just like, you know the question's gonna lose solely because Constantine has notoriety. Yeah. And it's just like, ah why. Yeah, it's fair. I would love to see the question, but I'm not gonna lie, I mean, I'm excited that Constantine won one. I, I will be buying that one for sure if it makes sense. See, like, the thing about it, uh, there's another horror book yeah, that, that, like, that I'll jump down to real quick. The one that was uh, DC Horror Ghost Tour from Hell versus Animal Man. Because th- that one, the Ghost Tour from Hell, that pitch seems better to me. Because it's, okay. it's, et- it's Etrigan and Dead Man. That sounds like the greatest ride of all that time. It does. What a good title, Ghost Tour from Hell. That's right. very metal. I love like, that. Like, don't get me wrong. Do I love John Constantine? Yeah, but like Dead Man and Etrigan, like on a trip together, that sounds great. I, I'm all for it. Like, we hey, don't yeah. see enough Dead Man anymore. <laughs> truly, truly. Ugh. From, 
from there, the one that I like, honestly, if, if this book doesn't win, I will probably be surprised solely because of the pitch, because some yeah. like, like, like really horror advocating white boy in DC pitch this, and you know, DC is going to pit like, just love this for Halloween it is Suicide Squad Dark, which is a team of occult misfits and monsters that Amanda Waller puts together is be led by a vampire Batman. And my brain just goes. Oh who thought of this? <laughs> I don't know, but it has brought me such delight. <laughs> I mean, I'm certain it's not going to be the brand of quirky that I want it to be, but I like to imagine. <laughs> I, I, I just like, is it like a ravenous vampire Batman from before? Oh, or is oh it like God. like a really like, just like brooding vampire Batman <laughs> who's mad that he's in prison? I, like, I need to know. It brings me such joy that we have Robert Pattinson as Batman and a vampire Batman in the same year. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think about that. I, I legitimately wasn't even on, the, on that brainwave. And now oh, I, I... <laughs> no, you can't unthink it. You're welcome. Um, oh, I, I will. Man. I would definitely read that one too. I'm not going to lie. It sounds like fun. I'll read um, it solely because I'm a Suicide Squad fan. I've been, I've yeah, been reading too. Suicide Squad for years. So it's like, I'm here for it. But like, yeah. I, I have questions, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like why would Amanda Waller put, a, like, put together a group of monsters? Like, is it the end of the world or is it like just some crazy stuff going on that you need to employ monsters like i need to know <laughs> i mean i think at this point amanda waller what won't she do let's be honest well, yeah, at this point honestly like they, they, they keep like, raising not? the bar with her um <laughs> right. especially, especially with task force z i'm like yo oh God, like yes. what like that book alone has me just like what are you doing guys um, right. It sounds then, like, better than Justice League Redacted. See, this book, <laughs> like, when they put this, it sounded like Bendis wrote this because he has a thing about trying to make Green Arrow go on mysteries. And hey. it's like, I, I get it. I get it. You want to have more, like, what if the, Ju the Justice League has secrets books? But I just... Yeah. Do we need that? Is what I'm saying. No, like, can I'm we sorry. get interesting <laughs> ideas? Like, like, do I think Suicide Squad Dark is the strongest of these pitches? No, but will no. I read it over this? Yes, yes, oh, yes. like hundred no. percent. Oh my god! Please, yeah, Bendis, stop trying to make Green Arrow happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Oliver Queen. Do I yeah. hate Arrow with a passion for what they did to Oliver Queen? Yeah. Yes. But do, do I need to have uh, Oliver Queen goes on a mystery to figure out no. the secrets of the Justice League? No. That's simply not his deal. Like, <laughs> And, like, he even put, like, a cool team together of, like, Nemesis and Killer Frost and Manhunter and Metamorpho and Cheshire, yeah. which, that's an interesting lineup. But, like, I don't, like, I, I need, like, those people on, like, a book called The Outsiders, not, like, yeah. the Green Arrow leading a group that should be The Outsiders. Yeah. Well, man, yeah. I just don't know the outsiders, but like, it's fine. Mary will yeah, kill me yeah. later. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> then the next book that really kind of like broke my heart a little bit was Firestorm Fourth World Problems versus oh. a Kid Flash Speed of Fear book, which oh. is like, like you, you have this pitch for a Firestorm book because I love Firestorm, where like Ronnie yeah. and Jason are back together being Firestorm going yeah. up against Darkseid because apparently the Firestorm Matrix has part of the life equation. Versus Ooh. a book where it's um, Wallace West Kid Flash tr uh, going up against um, Eobard Thawne, who ah! apparently has combined with Parallax. And oh I'm, I'm like, 
You know, that sounds like a like, like a, go, a golden million, million dollar pitch. Really? Both of those do? I, oh, my God. And it's like Firestorm hasn't really been around in a long time. Yeah. Whenever he does come around, he kind of keeps getting the shaft. Uh, yeah. Like, and, it, and it's just like, why can't we just put that in a box and put it out there? Like, like why do we need to put that on the voting podium? Right. And, and then... Like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to add to like, to the pile of dummies who are like, we prefer like like Wally West over Wallace West. But yeah. like, I, 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 there are very few people that can look me in the eye and tell me they they care about Wallace West. So for you to put this book out and just go, it's Kid Flash. Like nine times out of ten, everyone's gonna yeah. buy this book thinking it's the Ginger Kid. And yeah. it breaks my heart. Like, I like. I do know. I love black kids and books? Yes, I love black kids and books right. because that's all I fight for is yes, black kids and books. But do I care about Wallace West? No. No. <laughs> like, he's no. that one person you could put in a book and it's just like, you literally said, we're not even going to attempt to make him Wally West when he's here. We're going to make him a brand new character. And then when people yeah. don't like him, we're going to bring back the white one. And it's just like, uh, ah, like, uh, like, why Why did you do that? Why can't you just go, hey, he's black now? And now we have a yeah. problem where we have two Wallies, and yet, like, no one wants to hang out with the black kid. And now you're trying to put him in a book, and it's like, cool, uh, that's a million-dollar pitch. But, like, yeah, you're, 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 you're like, ah, I, 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 they're using it as a vehicle in, in the wrong yeah. way, I feel like. like a thousand I feel, percent. I, I feel like Wallace needs to go through a period where he can be on a team book and rebuild himself or something yeah. like that. Yeah, put him with, or even not a team book, maybe just a team up, like, with one other character would be rad. Right, because even, like, like the, one of the few things that came out of last year's Teen Titans book before Teen Titans Academy, or, like, two years ago now, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Future, Future's Day was a year ago. Um, <laughs> like, was the fact that they put him and Emiko Queen together. And, like, right. do I, like, do I like either of those characters? No, but was the writing good enough that you yeah. could probably prop that up together of, like, Kid Flash and Red Arrow? Yeah, I'd, yeah. Re- I'd, I'd read it. It'd be fun. Yes, yes be exactly. They they need more like I mean Super Sons is one of my all time favorites. They need more yes. like two awesome heroes together adventure stories. I think yes. that would be really good. Mm-hmm. They do not they don't do that enough. Like, they, it, yeah, yeah. You just get those like overwhelming team books where there's too many characters sometimes, and I'm like, just do a pair, just do a pair. Especially because like Super Sons was the thing that made me tolerate Damian Wayne as a character, like. <gasps> Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Welcome to the Nicky and Wayne hate train. Like, oh, we, no, you, you, no, you. no, no, no. I'm not getting on that train. Damien's one of my favorite characters. I am the Damien Defense League over here. Oh, honey. Tim Tim, Tim Drake Defense Fun over here. Oh, we don't have some Tim fun. Drake is my favorite, but I will fight for every single Robin. <laughs> like, 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 literally, I, I am, I'm of the, th- the Young Justice generation where Damien and Wayne can die in a hole. Like, literally, it, it's very much like, oh, so you're just going to come in and take the Robin from my boy. Oh, But he's no, so no. much more. He has grown so much since then. You got to let these things go, James. No, man. We, like, we might need to have a whole episode again. Like, like, like we already did a Robin episode, but we might need to redo that. Like, this down, be because Tim is my favorite. Like, straight up, Tim is my favorite. But I will I will come for people who fight about Jason or Damien also. I'm like, no, like, no. Like, like, literally, I will defend every other Robin. I will even... 
no. defend Duke Thomas before you I would defend, defend Damian Duke Thomas. Wade. I'll defend Duke. I'll defend Stephanie. You, you, there is not a Robin I've disliked, so I will fight anyone over any of my children. Thank you very much. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm a very like very strong advocate for Stephanie Brown, but like when yeah. Mary's here, she hates Stephanie Brown. <gasps> No, it's it's because it's because it's because of the fact that like when 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 uh, Cassandra was bad girl, like everybody hated her. So like oh. when uh, Stephanie came out, they were like, "Yo, let's make the white girl bad girl yeah. instead of the Asian girl." So that's Mary's beef with her. Yeah. And then it's like leave Stephanie out of that though. It's right. not her fault. Yeah. Kind of like Damien. <laughs> no, Damien has a buttload of problems. That, yes. like, that, that, like, and that family does not have a buttload of problems. <laughs> you can't come at me and say that any of them are doing well mentally. Uh, uh, other than dead parents, <laughs> Tim Drake doesn't have a single problem, but I will stand by Oh, him. I'm sorry. Tim Drake, again, my favorite and beloved, sleep-deprived, depressed, anxious, PTSD-having, <laughs> will, will kill himself to just, like, if somebody says, <sighs> please. Yeah, Mr. I will jump in front of every bullet is not doing fine. That baby is not doing fine. He he, he's doing his best. He's he doing, his, doing best. his best. But so is Damien. This nah, is a, man. This da- is like, a like, child. Uh, a child, James. One of my favorite <laughs> moments from the past, like, like the past like five years of comics was the Teen Titans run recently, where Damien just rips the Robin logo from his chest. Yeah. Like it felt so powerful yeah. of just I going remove great. thyself from like for, no. uh, from, uh, from my presence. Claiming so, his <laughs> identity. James and it was so funny too because after that I'm like because they that entire Teen Titans run they finally were like yo we're gonna expose Damien and make him the villain everyone needs to know that he is and then and then after he rips the the Robin from his chest Joshua Williams comes comes in like I can fix him and I'm like you need to leave (laughs) let it happen (laughs) no sir okay no I'm not gonna let this stand I don't care if this is your podcast. Oh, I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> fine. Damien comes in a total asshole. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to argue with you on that. Yeah. But his growth, you are not acknowledging how much growing he did in Super Sons, how much different of a person he is. Sure, what the person he was when he was raised exclusively by the League of Assassins, yeah, not a great dude. Surprise, surprise. Though I, I will also defend Talia to my death because I don't. I think she gets a lot of shit she doesn't deserve. But mm, I don't know about that one, but all right. Like, I'll, I'll fandom, the fandom do be racist and sexist when they be talking about. They, they, do, they do be racist and sexist, <laughs> but 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 Talia has a problem where, where she likes to well, a she likes to mess around with young boys like Jason Todd himself. But, yeah, no doubt. But like, but dep- okay, <laughs> okay, look, that depends. Talia, okay, <laughs> this was she, she, she out here creating <laughs> trauma, man. She out here creating <laughs> trauma. Yeah, fuck the red robin. We're gonna do this now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm always down for derailing conversations. But uh, no, okay. First of all, I have an entire episode of my podcast defending Talia. I'll send people over there to go listen to it. It's the I'll, one I'll, with... I'll link it in the show notes. I don't care. <laughs> all right, uh, Super Sons. It's a defense of Damien and Talia. It's the episode with Char- uh, uh, Sarwat Chada, and we have a whole like essay on why we think those characters are usually much better when they're not written by white men and then a lot of the mistakes and like things that have come from the writers 
are not always there. So we see in st- stories like Super Sons and, excuse me, the best Batman comic out there, Wayne Family Adventures, we see those characters having depth and layers and feelings and they're much more lovable. And in other times, they're made into like, you know, she's the femme fatale that's just there to like while everyone and he is like just an asshole. But that's not all they can be. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. See, what I will raise you is that while I will admit there are people like um, for, uh, Tomasi that have proved like, yes. uh, that have proven. Uh, hold on, I, I gotta like quote one more writer because I cannot think of the name. Yeah, dude. Because there's Tomasi, and then there is um, whoever wrote him in DC Rebirth. Um, did Benjamin oh, yeah. Percy? Benjamin Percy. Yes. Well, yes. I will. Well, I will admit. The, like you can show that Damian Wayne can be a, a Robin that can have growth. Mm-hmm. However, I will. I am someone uh, like from the jump that it's is still of the belief that when you go in here and say, "Yo, Bruce has a has a biological kid," it robs him from the ability to make his own family the way he did. Okay. And, okay. Okay. And, 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 <laughs> no. And for then for Damien to come in and be like, I'm the rightful heir, I'm the blood son, man to man. And then for, and, and yo, I, 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 I love Grant Morrison. I worship the, the, the ground that person walked on. It's another thing we disagree on, but okay. Like, like, like there is, like, like, like Justice League, there is yeah. so many great things they've done. But the minute Damian Wayne walks into the cave and goes, yo, Tim, you don't matter anymore. And Dick yes. doesn't defend it. Dick Agreed. doesn't say anything. It's like, yo, what have yes. you done? And like the rest of that run, it's so good. I will defend it. But mm-hmm. the disrespect to a character only to oh, go no. for and be like, mine's better. Like that you can't do that. You oh, can't... see, I don't blame Damian for that. This is why I have issues with Grant Morrison. <laughs> And and, and then the the flip that on its head, one other thing that showed me that not only do do you rob Bruce of that really good thing, Dan Jurgen showed me that Damien's place is elsewhere, where in Batman Beyond Rebirth, they go, hey, he inherits his birthright and goes to be the demon, but then later, later when he finally grows the fuck up and goes, yo, I'm over here, and I finally come back after years of corruption and bad stuff, now I will be part of the family. I'm like, yes, Mm -hmm. I'm down for that. You're old now. You're not a Robin. You don't take that from somebody else. You learn from your mistakes. That's fine. But you being a Robin when you had no business being a Robin is a problem. That's my thing. Like, make him be a villain. Make him be a threat that challenges Bruce on a fundamental level similar to Hush. And then let him be part of the family. Mm -mm. That's my headcanon. I love Dan Jurgens for that book. Dan Jurgens for that book was a legend. (laughs) I reject this outright because Super Sons. No, Super Sons was so good. And, like, Super Sons was so good. And I enjoyed that book. And it actually made me tolerate the idea that we had Jonathan because, yo, Connor Kent is my man's. And I hate, I hate what, what DC keeps doing to Connor Kent, which we will talk about. Because yeah, like, oh, yeah. he's one of these books. But I just, I, like, because like, at first when Jonathan was announced, I was like, why? We already have a Superboy. What are you doing? Stop that. Like, like, like get help. Like, it's very much this thing of, like, we had the next generation and DC wasn't satisfied. So we got, like, Damien and Jonathan and Emiko and Wallace. And I'm just like... 
what is no go away like just it's the same thing with like the the, the young the young the, the uh young avengers generation and the champions generation we're like i am the of the young avengers generation and i'm just like what are you doing here you don't belong here <laughs> so sad this, this is sad to me <laughs> I, so <laughs> I'm serious. I love that there is more to this family. I love that they just keep adding. I hope there's just constantly more Robins. I will be happy I mean, if that happens. Uh, yeah. like, I, I was satisfied with We Are Robin because then we can finally yeah. just be done and have a group, a group of them, to be honest. I love it. I love it. And like the current well, the Robins run that's going on right now, love it. And the Batgirls run, those two runs, please, may they forever live. I know they won't, but I love them. I, you know, I like the idea. Have you read the Robins around that's happening right now? I have not solely out of protest for okay. JLQ. I've I, I, solely out of protest. I love J. I mean, one of JLQ, but the Robins run is real good. But I'll basically, have to peep it. I'll have to peep it. the plot line is all you know the the um the the brothers and then Stephanie coming together to process their trauma of being Robins. And so, you know, you have Tim talking it out with Damien, how hard it was being replaced. You have Dick finally having to have a conversation about that. You have Jason being like, everyone wanted me dead. And Stephanie being like, you think that's bad? Imagine being the only girl. It was amazing. Yeah. I love this run. And okay. I, that's what I like. Like, I agree. If, if authors are pitting them against each other, I hate it. But mm -hmm. I love when we see things like Batman Eternal and Batman and Robin Eternal, where they're all forced to work together, and you see the family yes. dynamic. And the best, best, best out there is Wayne Family Adventures over on Webtoons, yes. where they're actually a family. And in those, like Damien as the little bro like bratty little brother, and you know, Tim is the middle child. Jason's the rebellious one, and Dick is the one that's like the second father. That dynamic is mm. so good, and I think they're all essential to it. So I, it like speaks to me, and I love Damien's story in part. Like you brought up the bio son thing, kind of ruining it. And I do think some authors ruin it in that way. There's a Graham Morrison is not perfect, and there's a little bit of like genetic determinism kind of thing going on with Damien mm. in their in their run. But I don't think that all the authors do that. Like uh, Tomasi, like Wayne Family Adventures and the Robins now, you see him having to process like he thought that way because that was how he was raised by the right. you know, League of Shadows. But now he's having to process that they are no less Bruce's kids. And Bruce is happy to, you know, admit and talk about his feelings, which we know challenging and talk about mm -hmm. how they're no less as kids which i think is a powerful story there's a lot of blended families out there that need to see a story like that happening and they're it's happening in the bat family so i love it i love it like crazy i i, I really just want to have a, like, like a whole like multitude of episodes now where you and i just like diagnose um like like yes. multiple people now because like, I, I, like I, my entire first semester of college was psychology <laughs> and i love the studies so now i kind of want to just sit here yeah. and like diagnose superheroes I you know what? If you want to do a diagnosis episode, pick out like five characters. I'll come on and give you the lowdown. <laughs> yes, that would be freaking amazing. All right, but, we have um, a plan. <laughs> also, the reason why I refuse to read Bad Girls is until I see Stephanie in her actual Bad Girl costume and I just have a bad stand on her on her chest. I I, I refuse to read it. Like I, I, so I I'm good, very though. vocal about it. I'm so vocal about it Bad on Twitter Girls where I'm is like. So good. Give her Stephanie deserves more than a stamp, damn it. She deserves no. more. No. Like, 
like I kid you not, I was one of those kids that like sent waffles to DC for waffles for Steph. So like oh when when Stephanie is is treated poorly, my brain just goes. But no. she isn't big, so you haven't read it, so you don't know. She isn't uh, being treated poorly. She is living her full life in that comic, and so is Cass, and they get to be friends, and they're mentored by Babs, and it's so cute. See, that's oh. what I that's what I always wanted as, as a concept. We're like, put Babs back in the yes, chair, let is. Babs be be in the chair, and then just let these girls grow. And like, that's she awesome. Is. But I I need Stephanie to have more than a stamp. I I need but it. I crave it. Just this like, comic ah. is more than just some costumes. There's a lot going on there. James, free your mind. Free your mind. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you're gonna next... regret inviting a therapist on to talk no, about. No, I love it. Like for real, I, I love this. Like, like every time I listen to your show, I'm like, yo, I, I need, I need them all. Like, I need it so bad. Like, so, like this is, I'm, I'm all here for this. Um, so the next pitch that kind of broke my heart was they had a Black Canary book oh, uh, versus a Green Lantern post apocalyptic book starring John Stewart. Yes. I'm like, yo, I'm all Ugh. for a John Stewart book, but I love my girl Dinah. And, and it's just like, you you gave me two books. Like that's what I mean of like you put like the the, the, the two powerhouses of like representation against each other and go fight for I know. no reason. It's so Why upsetting. did you do this to me? <laughs> I know, and this the Black Canary one is like an espionage novel, and apparently mm. she pairs up with a French spy. And I'm just now realizing it doesn't say a woman, but I just assumed it was, and I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> lesbians!" But I was hey, wrong. I was wrong. Maybe I'm not wrong. It doesn't say. I just assumed it immediately. Say. I was like, "It could be a woman." Hey, and heck, Cannon, I'm down for it. I will be shipping it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And then, and oh, this, yeah, the post-apocalyptic one. These look amazing. It's just, it, it sounded like a, such a good pitch. And then they're like, let's it put does. them together. I'm like, why did you do no. this? That's, that's not fair. And then, like, 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 we already talked about ghost, uh, like, ghost tour from hell. But, like, yeah. you, 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 like, like, there's so many people that love Animal Man because of Scott Snyder's run. So yeah. for, you, for you to do him dirty like that and put him against oh, yeah. ghost tour, like, oh, I know. You, like, like, you hurt my heart. So, yeah, what this is telling me is they didn't want to make an Animal Man comic. That's what yeah. I'm, right? They were like, let's put it against something it has no chance against why not and then Aww. you got green lantern the birth cons of conspiracy versus captain carrot and his best friend dark side <laughs> and i'm just like 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 i have i have to just press my diet coke to my temple and just go why why like like first of yeah. all okay cool the green lantern book is like a men in black type pitch like yeah. with ufos and stuff like that it sounds that. really fun but like my brain just goes we lost out on Captain Carrot. Yeah, no. The mistakes <laughs> were made. That Yeah, that Green Lantern one. So we have Alan Scott. We've got our gay Green Lantern. and he, he is, It's Alan. That'd be so good. I know. And he, yeah, it is. And he is going to be, uh, yeah, Men in Black. So get, or Little X-Files, it almost sounds like. He's investigating the Roswell crime. Please. Uh, like the, the, if it's if it's Alan, because I, I don't see where it says it's Alan, but like if it's Alan, I'm I'm so down. Like that was such looking, a great pitch. I'm on Gizmodo. It oh, it's on Gizmodo. Alan. Okay, I was looking at the like the original pitches on on the DC round oh, round yeah. forums. So, like, it could I, be I, wrong. <laughs> it could be wrong, but it's well, I mean, here. the it. Green Lantern, Alan Scott. So that would I'm make sense because it. it's the 1940s. So it would make yeah. sense if you Alan Scott. That would be such a great pitch. Um, right. The one that broke my heart. 
Uh, like, like, like this one is no. like, the, 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 like the nail in the coffin of DC. You shouldn't have brought Round Robin back. Because this is such bullshit. I, I have wanted a cyborg book since DC Rebirth finished. Mm. Because that book that, that DC Rebirth book with John Semper Jr. was so yeah. good. And like like it actually gave Vic depth that I needed. And it followed yeah. up on, on what um uh like, like what was done during the new 52 run. And it's like it, like, like and it's just like why why can't we have a cyborg book? It's like, oh right. well, we pushed him back to the Teen Titans because we restored his memories. And I'm like, no, no. I, like, like that was one of the few things like like like, like screw Jeff Johns as a person. Like you putting yeah. Vic on the Justice League was a good like a good decision. Was it out of tokenism? Yeah. Yes. But was it out of a decision to make Vic be yeah. more than what he was? Yes. yes. So when you keep robbing him of opportunities and not make him a great character, and by and literally every time everyone's always like, "Yo, the Victor can't be compelling." Doom Patrol is right there. Right. Doom Patrol Come is right now. there. Make Come him compelling. <laughs> it just oh. it frustrates me so much. Now, granted, do I love the idea of Connor Kent finally getting to be Superboy yeah. and be headlining his own book? Yes, because what it, I forget who's writing Suicide Squad right now, but the criminalization of uh, yeah. making Connor kind of villain on this yes, team—that's bullshit. I, I need to throw hands. Like, yeah. I lo- like, do I love Suicide Squad as a book? Yes, but when you put one of my favorite kids on there, mm-hmm. we need to throw hands. Like, yes, like, agreed. No. Oh yeah, I these both these pitches. Yeah, my heart is like in shreds. I love this like run uh, here with Cyborg. They've got Beast Boy in it and Clarion the Witch Boy. Mm-hmm. I have a deep, deep obsession with Clarion the Witch Boy. Really? So, yes, I love this character so much. Um, well, and was it because of Young Justice or was it, it before is. that? Yeah, Young Justice started it, but then I went back and read his like solo run that was only like, I don't know, seven to choose long, and I'm just mm-hmm. obsessed with him. Every time he pops up, I'm like, yeah, Clarion! He's <laughs> never in anything. Um, but but I love him. I'm see, I'm I'm a former creepy kid that grew into a creepy adult. So you give me like a weird little witch kid, and I'm like, yes, give it to me. Enough. <laughs> um, and this pitch is that he teams up with Cyborg, and they become Technomancers together. Oh my god! What? I needed this, and I was robbed. And because... then they team up with Beast Boy. Like, I'm sorry. This is perfect. This is a perfect pitch. <laughs> right. And it's I just am upset. Like, I, I was visibly upset because like when I posted on Twitter, I was like, wow, so like you just put yeah. all the black characters against the white characters that fight. Oh like you God, didn't even give yeah. you didn't even give them a chance. And like, yeah. granted, did we get two of the black books to like to, to continue on with Wallace right. and John? Yes. But yeah. is it I, I'm I'm predicting right now from how the bracket looks right now, yeah. like now that now that the first round is finished, that it's it's probably yeah. gonna end up being one of the Green Lantern books versus Suicide Squad Dark. Like yeah. th- th- that's literally where my head is at. Like e- it's either gonna be one of the Green Lantern books versus Suicide Squad, or it's gonna yeah. be like like Superboy versus Suicide Squad. Like that- that's where my brain's kind of at. Because like nothing on this bracket, yeah. like between like Constantine and the Hawks and, and Kid Flash, mm-hmm. can beat that Suicide Squad pitch. No way. Like, it's saddening to me. Like oh yeah. Ah. No, that oh they're. There are really great pitches in here, and they're not going to make it at all. Like one thing that I think would, would be really good is if you if you're afraid of publishing all of them as just like sequential yeah. miniseries, 
why not just put them in an anthology? Like yes. Round Robin anthology or something like that. Like something that, that can continue on like monthly or, or bi-weekly. Yes. That way all of the pitches can actually be released. Yeah. I I am still upset that DC's Round Robin is not what I think a Round Robin is, which is what I assumed it was when I originally heard it last year, which is fan fiction Round Robins, where one author starts a story and the next author takes over. When I heard they were doing a Round Robin, I was like, that's amazing. They're going to start a story and then a new team will take it over and keep going? That sounds fun. That actually does sound pretty awesome. Right? Doesn't that sound great? But instead, this is not a Round Robin in any way or form or fashion. This is a bracket. <laughs> <laughs> like if it was like D, it was if it was like DC Battle of Pitch or something like that. Like 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 just like, some, pitch, yeah. like like something that actually explained what it was. Like round robin, especially last year when the Robins book was up for a for, for a vote. It's like round robin with with Robins versus J JLQ. It was just like yeah. so. So you just want the Robins to win because of alliteration. Okay, yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. fine. I know, right? I. Yes. I th I think it's shocking. I'm almost afraid that I'm going to put this cursed idea into the world and then it will happen. So I'm sorry, universe. But Let's I am go. shocked that they didn't make this like a uh, like a short reality show where people had to pitch it to judges. Like, is there Shark Tank over here? Oh, my God. I'm just like, shocked <laughs> that like, this hasn't happened yo. yet. <laughs> See, th th honestly, if there was a way... Where like like deep like, like like I know that comic creators talk about like yo we don't like when you give us pitches because obviously we can't really right. do anything with them. But yeah. if there was a way for like three four weeks where DC was like submit your pitch and just like yes. go with it, that yeah. would be so smart because not only would you get a lot of trash and a lot of fanfic oh, yeah. stupid, but yeah. you like, like like but you would get the opportunity for actual genuinely good writers. To come yes. out of the woodwork and be like, yo, here's a really good pitch. And there's the potential that they can get paid for that. Similar to Lee, I believe. Yeah. I, I forget who got paid for it, but whoever got paid to design Spider-Man's black suit back in the day. Right. Like, yeah. that kind of thing. Like, because they just sent it in as fan mail in the back of the back right. pages. And, like, they got, they got, but they were yeah. able to get paid for that. So, yeah. that idea of being able to be paid for a pitch sounds so amazing to me. I think it would be great. Well, we've come up with something brilliant, DC, so... <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm not mad. Like, cut me a check. I, I, I ain't even mad at all. Yeah. I'll record on it. I'll commentate it. Like, yo. Right. Like, especially, like, w now, now, granted, would the, the internet be horribly rude about it? Yes. But yes. would I want every pitch to be publicized? Yes. Because yes. the ability to read a DC forum and see every pitch and be like, Yo, vote on that, vote on that. Like, just like yeah. this giant, like, forum post of oh. every pitch that goes live and have a chance to vote on it and be like, yo, it. this pitch got a, a bunch of votes, this pitch got a bunch of votes. And, like, then you start the round robin bracket of, like, yo, this one got here, this one got here. Let's vote on which ones continue after they got right. seventy certain votes. That yeah. would be such a great idea to me. Yeah. I was, it's kind of like how uh, Star Trek Next Generation, how they had fans submit episode scripts. And that those are some of the best episodes of that show. Like, sometimes you need people from outside the soup that aren't living in it all the time to come up with new ideas and infuse right. something into it, right? Um, then maybe we wouldn't see the same idea constantly coming out. Just saying. You're, you're not wrong. Like, like, like that's the biggest thing. The, the biggest problem, Batman. Not Batman. Jesus. 
uh, what DC has right now is too yeah. many Batman books. And yeah. granted, do we love Batman? Yes. yes. But like, are, are we all traumatized by reading Batman over the years? Yes. yes. But <laughs> do do we really need this many Batman books? Like every other week, it's like, yo, here's a new Batman book. <laughs> but is it by a writer that I will tolerate? Yes. And it's just like, oh, <laughs> why? Like when they announced, uh, like what was it, Batman uh, Steel with Top with, with Top oh, Two? Yeah. I was like. You gave me two, the three things I love: fantasy, Tom Taylor, and Batman. And I have to read that out of spite, but like I still hate you, DC. I'm like DC. I'm not made of money. You've got to like pick here, please. (laughs) Right? Like it's just some of us are running a Batman podcast, and we can't keep up with your Batman titles. So calm down. Honestly, like, 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 the the one nice thing is like, there's some uh, like authors that I refuse to read, i.e., Top King, but like. There's the ability to read other writers that know what they're doing right. with Batman that I can enjoy. So I'm, I'm excited for Chip Sadarsky. Yeah. Let, let's see what he gets. Yes, Chip Sadarsky. I, oh, I'm so hopeful. Chip Sadarsky was my man that made Jughead asexual. And I'm hoping for some queer rep in the Bat family. More please. Thank you. Right, like, the, like as long as they give me something good with Tim, I'm just like, yeah, yes, do it. Yes, yes. I'm, ho- I'm hoping yes. for a Harper Row return and a Tim Drake round party. Like, that's all. That's a laugh. Just all laugh. Oh yes, please. Bring I still Harper say Harper back. Row was robbed. I, Harper, I Harper Row might be the most robbed character in the Bat Family, and that is impressive because yeah. Hmm. Like, because I I even told TJ, I was like, yo, if I ever come on, there's two books that I want to talk about. It would either be be Batman and Robin Eternal or uh, Batman the Cult. Like, those those two books would be the thing I want to talk about. Yeah. When I told him the pitch for Batman the Cult, he was horrified. (laughs) Oh, yes. I I love a cult. So he mentioned that to me that you wanted to do that one. And I was like, uh huh. And TJ's like, why? Like, just the horror in his voice. He was like, yeah. I don't know about that one. I love it. Batman and Robin Eternal is my favorite Batman comic, by the way. Honestly, so so is mine. Because it, yeah. it gives me everybody together yes. in the best way possible. And yes. it's just like, 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 granted, does it have problems? Yes. Sure. Does it character assassinate David Kane? Yes. But is it oh, yeah. still a good sure book? Does. It's like, let's make David Cade a weird white boy, skinny emo assassin. Like yeah. what? What? Yeah. Like my, this man was a like was a hardened military vet who taught his girl a language that no one else knows. Yeah. What? You yeah. robbed me. Yep. It's it's a yeah. <laughs> Also, I can't imagine that version of David Kane going anywhere near Lady Shiva. So my brain just kind of goes, I'm, "We're going to retcon all of that." Right? You're like, just, no. Oh, they, <laughs> like Shiva, were, were you drunk? My boy? Like, say, maybe they both were real drunk. That that might explain it. <laughs> yes, just like like, like like one random night at the, at the League of Assassins. Like no one's yeah. like, like like talking. Just like that's yeah. fine. We'll accept. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Even so, Lady Shiva has made bad choices sometimes. Yes. <laughs> like now, am I excited for her new little Birds of Prey team? Yes, I will say. Yes, that. yes. Lady uh, Shiva <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> so, from bats to depression bats, um, I wanted to highlight <laughs> um, the failings and the sadness that is uh, Jared Leto being a vampire in yeah. Morbius because yeah. I called this. I said, yo, like, like from the jump when they were like, yo, we're going to do Morbius. We're going to do silver and black. We're going to do Craven yeah. the Hunter. And I'm like, 
all of that sounds bad. Put it, put it away. Like, uh-huh. like you, you, you need to stop, Sony. You need yeah. to stop. You got lucky with Venom. Stay lucky. Stay yes. lucky. Enjoy your hype. Let, 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 let the Edge Lords have their Venom movie. <laughs> And let it go. But then yeah. they said, "No, we're gonna we're gonna do Venom." And they're like, "They do Venom, and then we're gonna do Morbius." And I'm like, <sighs> "No, okay." But see, and- what they didn't learn from Venom was that 90 percent of the people like me who like Venom like it because we find it funny and gay. Yes. <laughs> Not because it's dark and serious. Because they didn't succeed at dark and serious. They failed at that. Like, there's literally two <laughs> groups of people that enjoy the Venom movie: yeah. the super like 90s edge lords that love Venom, yeah. or like the super people that love like the gayness of it yeah. where it's just like Venom and, yeah. and Eddie just having fun. 100%. The people like, like me who's, who retweet the like <laughs> not safe for work fan art of Venom and yeah. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 yes, just yes. yes. Um, yes. So, so, like, like, like what, what, I, what I saw they were making Morbius, I was I, like, and then, and then, like, at first, I was like, okay, if you give me someone decent behind it, you sure. might save it. And then it was right. just like, oh, Jared Leto. <laughs> Well, I'm gone. I'm going to leave now. Bye. Oh. Because as somebody who is an avid Suicide Squad fan, mm-hmm. when you pitch this man tatted as hell walking into a room and acting like he was this gangsta version of Joker, my brain yeah. just kind of went, no. Like, just just no. Like, the fact that Cameron Monaghan was able to walk onto, onto a, onto a uh, what, what was it, like, AB, what, what CBS said, and play a better Joker than you would not name on, on Gotham in the worst show that ever existed, Gotham, and for you to then be like, I'm going to ruin the Joker even worse, that tells me something. Because Jerome, I will say Jerome saved Gotham. That was that. That show yeah. was dead in the water, and it, it, like the only people that were there were the Penguin Riddler shippers and people, <laughs> people who liked Jerome. And I was one of the Penguin Riddler shippers, so I was there. But I, I enjoyed Cameron Monaghan killing it as Joker. Yeah. Oh God, I can't with Jared Leto. I mean, there's a million reasons. Doesn't he have a cult to run? Why is he still here? I don't understand. I- <laughs> Like uh, and apparently, he, like I remember when, he, when Suicide Squad was going on, there was like the reports that he was method acting and like sending people rats and shit and used condoms. <laughs> uh, but it, he really, if listeners, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google Jared Leto's cult. I'm not. It's like I'm not making this shit up. <laughs> he has a whole island with people like young women wearing white robes that follow him around all the time. Like, yeah, I didn't know about that. <laughs> oh man, Google it. It's concerning. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so and like and like don't get me wrong the the, the, the um the trailers actually had it kind of selling like oh y'all are really putting money behind this and yeah. to the to their credit this Morbius movie in like the five comics Morbius has ever been in looked <laughs> looked more comic accurate than their bloodshot attempt sure so, because their bloodshot <laughs> movie was so derailed and not even yeah. like the, the, the bloodshot that, that that it was yeah. just horrible. Yeah. Will Valiant comic fans like tell me I'm wrong? Yes, but I'm right because I actually <laughs> read those Bloodshot books. But like, like, this Morbius movie actually looked like it had potential, and then I watched it and I was like, "Oh, y'all really didn't try this, did you?" I have not watched it. Don't plan on it. Don't, don't do uh, it. Up until it, last week, I thought it. I thought it wasn't a real movie. I was still convinced. It kept getting bumped so often. I was like, "This movie does not exist." So I was shocked. 
shocked when it, those reshoots they did for the Snyder Cut. I was like, there wasn't scenes. They they really reshot everything. Like, I felt that way about this movie. I was like, there's a trailer and nothing else. I'm convinced. I mean, what's, <laughs> see, I will give Snyder Cut credit. There there had to have been like a good chunk that was still there because we saw it. There was like the Flash stuff yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, there was yeah. some things that were still there, but yes. then they were like, yo, we're doing a few reshoots, and I'm like. Uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you reshooting there? It was a there, pretty Zach? expensive few reshoots. I'm just saying. Well, like, what are you reshooting, Zach? What are you doing? Yeah, what's your, Was it the scene where uh, Aquaman pulled his shirt off? Because I thank you, then. I'm glad you reshot it. <laughs> yes, very much so. Like, like granted, apparently, freaking uh, Joss Whedon redid that that whole scene, and I was pissed about that because when you yeah. rewatch the two yeah. Aquaman scenes back it's to back, it's so different. It's so different, Good so Lord. jarring. And there's even the one shot where. Like you can tell they put yeah. him behind a green screen instead of doing yes. it on, on set, and you're like, that doesn't fit. That doesn't fit, so Joss Whedon. That doesn't fit. I'm, I'm glad that I derailed our Jared Leto slander into yes. Joss Whedon slander because I want yes. both of them to be slandered on every show I appear on. <laughs> I'm okay with that because, like, I'm very much someone where, like, the dude was I really down for a Justice League movie? Yes, yes. but like, was I more there for Aquaman because I'm the biggest Aquaman fan in the world? Yes. yes. Because, yes. like, I wasn't there for Batman. I wasn't there for Superman. I was there for Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman's the G. But, yes. like, I, 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 I wasn't really there for anybody but Aquaman. Yes. And, 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 then, and then I find out, oh, Zack Snyder had to cut Jon Stewart. And my brain just goes, fuck everybody. <laughs> No. Like, yeah, I had or, Cyborg and I was happy. Like, yo, oof. Cyborg's my man. And then they go, yo, we're cutting Jon Stewart. So the, the other thing that was announced uh, was that um, uh, Marvel announced today that uh, like Ben Riley Spider Man like now that the, the Beyond event is over, which that Beyond event was horrible by the way. <laughs> um, now uh, now that oh we we don't have a Spider Man podcast, I can talk about Spider Man stuff because. While I, I am a big advocate of Spider-Man comics being good, mm-hmm. um, I am a big advocate of Peter Parker needs to sit the fuck down and let Miles Morales be the amazing yes. Spider-Man. Um, Thank you. I've been saying this for years, and people like still like like still get mad at me, and I don't care. Um, and I, I like, but then they go, okay, cool. We're gonna put Peter Parker in the hospital, so that way someone else can be Spider-Man. And who do we choose? Ben Riley. And my brain just goes, um, are y'all on crack? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? First of all, like only people who like who are really big on on Ben Riley are like super '90s people who like right. need need the Scarlet Spider to return and like. like <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, he's cool and all, but like Miles is right here. Like yeah. Miles is right here. Am I a yeah. fan of the tracksuit? No, but do I want Miles to be the Amazing yes. Spider-Man? Yes, always, forever. And, it, and, and it's just really annoying. And, and then apparently, I, I, I get a press release today from the newest issue that Ben Riley at the end of this Beyond run has now become a symbiote. And I'm just like. Y'all, y'all went from like bringing this man back out and making him great to then going, we're just going to spit on him and make him a symbiote. Like, what? I would kind of be down if he, if he and Miles fight, though. That would be dope. That would be really cool and like give Miles a new protagonist, but it's probably going to be a new yeah. Peter antagonist. But like, yeah, you're it, probably it's, right. <laughs> it, it, it's frustrating. And like, they're calling him Chasm. And I'm just like, <laughs> first of all, that's a weird name to call him, but all right. Yeah. Second of all, um, like, I, there was one meme I saw someone rewrote it and wrote Baja Blast. And I'm just like, yes. The, okay. The <laughs> You're not wrong. I, I did say before the show that he looks like Daddy Phantom now. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 that. That would honestly just like, like, make Ben Riley a ghost. That that'd be more entertaining yeah. than anything. Yes. Yes. Kill him. Bring him back as a symbiote ghost. I don't symbiote know. Maybe ghost. maybe you become a symbiote ghost if you die in a symbiote suit. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that'd be, that'd be like just have like just have him be a symbiote ghost. That'd be so weird, but so cool. That's my pitch. <laughs> oh my god. Um, like, 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 honestly, like as much as I love Dead Man in DC, I, 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 yeah. I need more like occult stuff at Marvel because it right? seems like Marvel is afraid of occult stuff. Like, granted, we have Moon Knight right now, and Moon Knight's first episode was awesome. But like, yeah. is is Marvel still afraid of doing mist- magical stuff? Like, yes. we, we we have Wanda, we we have Steven. Yes, but, like we need like I I need I need some brother voodoo. Yes. I, need, I need I need some Ghost Rider. I need some Blade. We're getting the Blade. Blade's coming, yes. but like I need Blade faster. Like, make it creepy. It, Come on, I could see. Okay, we have Chasm. The the. the the symbiote ghost Ben Riley haunting like Stephen Strange. <laughs> I mean, that would be hilarious. And he just goes, Peter, why is there a symbiote in my house? Like that's the funniest shit ever. Yeah, he's like, why did you do this to me? I know it's your fault. I don't know how, but it's definitely your fault. And like you did this. <laughs> Explain yourself. Well, now we've just written a much better story for Marvel than they honestly, so. yeah. Because at this point, I, I keep I keep saying like Marvel is at a point where they're kind of off the rail at the moment, no. where like no one's driving the bus, and DC's not much not much better. But like right. it's very much feels like the two main publishers don't really have a bus driver, and sure. they're they're just kind of letting whoever they want write whatever they want, and not really yeah. having an initiative or like a line. They're just like yo, like I will admit. Was Marvel Legacy a mess? Yes. yes. But did Marvel Legacy have a goal and have a track? Yes. yes. Like they're like all new, all different Marvel. Still kind of a mess, but like it still had a, a plan. Yeah. It had a horrible plan of trying to get rid of the X-Men. But was it a plan? <laughs> yes. yes. You had a goal, you had a track, you had a full publishing line. But they're not really in the idea of doing a publishing line right now. My brain just goes, uh, can we go back to the publishing lines, please? Like, Honestly. Like, I, I don't need Savage Avengers anymore, but, like, I'm tolerating it because <laughs> one of my favorite writers is writing it. Like, you you, yeah. you gave David Prepos the, the worst possible pitch for a book and said, let's give him a team of, event, <laughs> of random, like, horrible people and coded the Barbarian and call it an Avengers book. And I'm just <laughs> like... How dare you disrespect this man's? Like you did like like it comes to Marvel hot off to one of the best indie books ever, and you go write a Conan Avengers book. What? <laughs> the, the slander, I swear. Um, I know. But, it's so but no, bad. But no, um this whole Ben Riley thing just has me shaking my head and I needed to vent about it for a second. So I, I appreciate Fair. you letting me vent. <laughs> oh yeah, well I was just gonna say who? Like <laughs> Ben Riley is a new character to me. I'm really relieved that you're saying he was from the '90s. Uh, that kind of explains it. Because when he just started popping up in these recent books, I was like, "Who is this man? Where is Miles? Who is this oh, child?" Oh, like, oh, oh, oh yeah, no, Ben Riley's like, oh, like, like the white boy classic. He's he's the blonde Peter Parker. He was the OG from the Clone Saga. Like he, he was is that, news to me. He, he, <laughs> I've never he, heard like, of him. Like, like back in the day, there was even the um, I remember uh, during one of the one of the clone events they did where they even there, there was a moment where they tried to say, "Oh no, 
Ben's the real one. He was like locked up in a tube, and Peter's the clone. Like nope. they had, like that, like that. That was sort of their like Jason Todd thing. They had oh. to vote on where it was like, "Yo, is Peter the real one or is Ben the real one?" And that was a no. whole thing back in the eighties and nineties. Like wow. Ben Riley's the OG annoyance in in, in, in the Spider Man fandom. And oh, like, I hate him. <laughs> and, and, and now they're like, "Yo, we're gonna bring back Kane as the Scarlet Spider," and people are like, "Who the fuck is Kane?" I'm like. Kane's the other clone that looks like Spider-Man, <laughs> but, like, he has a really weird skin condition, so, like, oh, he just no. wears a black and red suit, so we don't have to see his face, like, oh god, he, he literally is just Peter with a skin condition, and Ben Riley is blonde Peter, like, they have, like, and they try no. to give them depth every once in a while, they're like, I have my own life, I'm not Peter, and I'm like... You're, you're just a clone, bro. Yeah, Deal yeah. with it. Yeah, sorry. You actually are, like, genetically. Like, you're <laughs> literally a clone. Deal with it. Oh, oh yeah, no. Don't like, like it. Well, I, like, I will even say, like, like people have, like, great writers. Because like, like, there was the Scarlet, the Scarlet Spider yeah. run before. There was the Kane Scarlet Spider book. And I remember, uh, what was it, like, a couple of years ago, when they tried to give Ben Riley a new costume that was, like, a male version of Spider-Gwen. And the fans <laughs> were pissed. Like, yeah. I, I actually thought it was a cool suit. Like, it had a hood. It was, like, a red and blue Spider-Gwen suit. It looked super cool. And then and then the fans are just like, no, where's the, the, the vest hoodie? Where's Ben Riley? Give yeah. it back. And I'm just like, y'all, y'all can't accept new shit. Y'all, like, like, y'all can't let yeah. new shit happen. Like, like it, 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 was it a Spider-Gwen ripoff suit? Yes. But did it look kind of cool? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my DC Comics thing is much deeper and wider than my Marvel thing, because I was just like, this character is not a person I've heard of. And now that you've told me about him, I think I'm okay with that. He, the, 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 this, is, this is a fun pitch for a show, just tell you weird shit from Marvel. I would love it. The only things I know, I'm, I'm big on DC. I mean, um, I'm, yeah, I'm big on DC, but I'm big on X-Men. I know a lot about X-Men. But beyond that, I know Winter Soldier, and that's about it. Yeah, that so. seems to be a lot of people where it's like you come to Marvel <laughs> for the X Men and then you leave after that. Like you, just, you, you like, like you don't like, like like I just put the rip the, the the rip off suit in the chat that way you can see it. But it's oh. it's very it's very <laughs> much like like, like like doesn't it look like a Spider Gwen rip off? Yeah, it sure does. It really does. I kind of like it though. I like, do like, actually. I mean, like it actually yeah. just kind of smooth. Like even a bell, it looks kind of slick. Yeah. Yeah, but so you know, like, like that very much seems to be like like the precipice yeah. of people who just come in, they see the hatred that is Marvel, and then they're like, "No, we're gonna leave." Yeah, I have I have toyed like I mean I love some of the like smaller titles, Squirrel Girl, Forever, love it. Um, you know some of those, but like the big lines, I don't tend to get very into. Other than X Men. Oh, you know, there was a point. I remember uh, a couple of years ago, like back in 2016. Uh, well, mm -hmm. I thought it was five years ago. My God, that's when I got back into comics. Uh, and yeah. like I came back. There was like it was the end of New 52 because like fuck right. the New 52. And, <laughs> and it, it, I, 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 I've done so many New 52 hate rants. It's not even funny. Um, because I'm very much like Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, you're over here. Everything else, burn. <laughs> that's how I feel too. Because people will say fuck the New 52, and I'm like, okay, but like. Fuck like fifty of the fifty-two. I'll take right, the other like, two. The two can stay. <laughs> like, like, like there was the, there was a the few things. Like there was some stuff that Gail Simone wrote. There was Aquaman. Yeah. There was Batman, and then it was like burn everything else. Mm -hmm, like just mm -hmm, set mm -hmm. it on fire. Like David F. Walker's cyborg that happened like at the end. We don't count that. Like yeah. that was separate. Like everything else just burn it with fire. Then, yes. then, like no one asked for a Black Hawks book. No, like like, like just burn <laughs> it. Just no. 
right so yeah like so when i came back it was very much like marvel was doing all new all different and there was like a power man and iron fist book and i'm like yo yes down, let's go power and that's one of my favorite of all time we talked about this on twitter before i yeah. love that run so much so that's what i mean like those smaller titles i like mm-hmm. on marvel i just never get into the big like avengers spider-man there's just too much there for me mm-hmm. like i can't do it but i like some of the like mini series and stuff over at marvel and anything loki i will read anything loki fair enough have you read young avengers because it has loki in it i have yeah i love young avengers good good very very good <laughs> yes. all right no, this this was a very enjoyable episode like i i, I was hoping it would be this hype and I, yeah. I, I, like after hearing your show i'm so happy uh-huh. this went well um yeah. like every episode we let everyone have a closing statement is there anything that like you would want to end the show on Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Damien deserves more justice than he gets on this show, so you should listen no! to Gotham <laughs> Outsiders, where he gets the respect he deserves. No, <laughs> I believe you said I got a final statement, James. You're right, but like oh, oh, that hurt my heart a little bit. Um, that was my closing comments. Thank you, Your enough. Honor. Fair enough. Uh, my closing statement, as always, folks, is uh, support your local comic book shop. Make sure that you are pre-ordering your books because if you want any of these books from the Round Robin to survive. You need to pre-order them. Um, yes. <laughs> it's a miracle that Robbins has made it just all the way through its six-issue run. Truly. So make sure, so make sure that you that you pre-order your books, even if it's digital. Like you, like you know, Comicsology is a mess right now. You yeah. can still pre-order your books through your 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 comic book shop. So make sure that you do that. Um, there, there's even apps now, like League of Comic Book Geeks. Where like 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 you, if you like call your shop, they will tell you what you need to do to pre-order. So make sure you talk to them. Um, yes. Uh, you, well, you can follow this podcast on, on, on Twitter at P, P2P underscore podcast. You can also uh, like check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all those great places except for SoundCloud because we don't support SoundCloud. Um, Chris, is there anything else you want to shout out before we, we go for the evening? Yeah. Come follow me on Twitter at The Myth of Psyche where you will see me retweeting Venom Eddie, not safe for work fan art. <laughs> all right. We will catch you folks right here next time at Panel 2 Panel. Peace out.